This is the Thorn Podcast, Performance Edition, the show that navigates the complex world of sports science and explores the latest research on diet, nutritional supplements, and the human body. I'm Joel Totoro, Director of Sports Science at Thorn. As a reminder, statements in this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Any products mentioned are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Thorn Podcast, Performance Edition. Uh, excited today to have a long-term friend of mine and one of the great people in the industry, performance chef at Trifecta, Mario Lima Duran. He's been a longtime colleague, longtime contributor. He's got a joint degree in, in Bachelor's of Science in, in Culinary Nutrition from Johnson & Wales, which is also one of the premier culinary institutes in America. It's right in my backyard in Providence, so I'm especially uh, fond of it. But he's worked kind of all over performance in starting collegiately with wrestlers at Cornell. He's worked with athletes across all major sports, Olympics, really like I could do about 10 minutes on your intro, but I'm going to keep it short and let you talk a little bit about yourself. What we really focused on it is Mario's got a great perspective on foundational nutrition. There's, you know, food first, and then there's cooking for wellness and cooking for performance. And we're going to kind of dive into a little bit of what what's the same and what's different. So it should be a really packed episode. And uh, Mario, we're really, uh, really excited to have you. Joel, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is super exciting. It's uh, I was thinking about this a few days ago, and it's kind of like a full circle moment. You know, we've we started back in Exos. 2000 what was it 17 18 maybe even a little bit earlier than that but we're back here different times in our life but still within the industry so thank you so much for having me i'm excited to be here yeah and uh, i'm excited we're launching a partnership together between thorn and trifecta we've been friends for a long time and friendly companies but in this industry it's always great to find people who are kind of doing things for the same reason you are and that's exactly kind of what you're doing things on the trifecta side and you know we're really excited to have you as kind of just knowing what I know about you, it just makes the partnership easier because I know everything I'm thinking, you're thinking. So uh, really excited to have you. You've had kind of a unique journey in the culinary world and unique for sure in the in the nutrition world. Can you talk a little bit about your journey and kind of how you got to where you are now? As you mentioned, I got a bachelor's degree from Johnson Wells University. I got my associate's degree from the North Miami campus and I got my bachelor's degree from the Denver campus and COVID closed both of them. But at the time they offered a culinary nutrition degree and you could focus one of two routes. You could go either the clinical route or the the sports route. I grew up playing soccer or football. Um, I grew up uh, running track. I also played tennis. So I was a very active kid and sports were sort of always that you know, secret dream of mine. Uh, I always wanted to end up playing some sort of professional sport, but life had different plans for me. Every time I was getting good at something or one sport, I either got injured or got injured <laughs> and then just focused on the books on the school side. My my mom was very, she, she put a lot of emphasis on education, which essentially is how I ended up here. So I'm very grateful for that. And so after I got my bachelor's degree in culinary nutrition, I got a an internship in a one-year sort of work job out of college at Cornell University. It was sort of, of an opportunity that came up while I was taking a class called Performance Cuisine. One of my chef mentors that I adore and I think for coaching me and bringing me to this point, his name is Chef Sachs, and he's been a mentor since you know day zero. So Chef Sachs offered the opportunity and I was the only one that raised his hand and the rest was history. So I went to Cornell and cooked for the Cornell wrestling team and that's how I got introduced to weight sports. It's not not something that young Mario would have ever thought that he was going to become a leader in, but because I started my journey with Cornell and with wrestling, that led me to being able to get to this position today and, and let me explain it a little bit more. 
And so after that, I went to Exos, where we met. I was there for two years. I worked with combine athletes, with hockey athletes, with collegiate, high school. You know, we get we used to get everyone and anyone under the sun in any sport at Exos. And so that was a great exposure. And then I decided to go back to the restaurant industry and went to a two-star Michelin restaurant called Providence in L.A., to further my culinary uh, skill set, it was 10 months of absolute grind. And then Clint had left Cornell. He became the head of nutrition at the UFC, and they were looking for a performance chef. But Trifecta and the UFC were just about to sign a partnership. And so the way the partnership worked is that Trifecta was going to provide the chef to go and travel and cook for for UFC athletes throughout the world. So Clint put in a good word in for me with uh, Greg Connolly, who is the founder and CEO of Trifecta, gave me a call, made an offer, couldn't refuse, and I've been with Trifecta for the last five years. You know, I focused, the first two years were focused on building the culinary nutrition program for the UFC and with the UFC. So I worked with Clint Charles Stoll, who's the other dietitian at the Performance Institute, um, and built that together. After that partnership ended, the last three years, I've been focused on the commercial aspect of food. It's the same sort of focus, on performance, Trifecta essentially is a it's a massive restaurant, right? I believe that we have the I don't want to call it clean because I don't like that word, but the most wholesome product in the market because our ingre- the way we source our ingredients, uh, the quality of the ingredients, the focus on the macronutrients, the focus on how we build the recipes is essentially how I would focus on building a recipe or working with a dietitian in the UFC or in any other aspect. So. That's been the journey, and that's how I've gotten to Trifecta. And it's the same application, but now we're using now I'm using that same knowledge to be able to create meals to apply and be able to help people fuel their goals. Yeah, I think that's great, and it uh you know kind of surprisingly echoes my journey. So I'm kind of right there with you, where you know you start with the foundations, and then you have this opportunity you're not expecting, and you're like, wait, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know I've got the skills. And then you know you have mentors like Clinton Wattenberg, as you mentioned, and that start challenging. You're like, well, yeah, no, I have the skills to do this. I just I'm looking at the same skill a different way, and then continue to grow in athletics, and we're just kind of adapting them to different skills. And what's kind of your performance philosophy, and how does that differ from just cooking in at Providence for uh, just make it taste good, right? How do you how do you change that and make it taste good, but work within the body? Yeah, so I truly believe that health and flavor, like nutrition, uh, flavorful food and a nutritious food, they go hand in hand. That's like my philosophy. The general rhetoric, the general dogma, the popular dogma or rhetoric is that like in order to lose weight, gain weight, maybe not so much with maintain weight, but like if you're going on a diet, it means that you're restricting yourself from all the things that you like from flavor. And that's not the case. So as Chef Mario, my philosophy is that you can have this, you, you can eat what you like in order to reach your health goals. And it's a lot simpler than most, what most people think about. That's what really bugs me. And that's like what I'm, as Chef Mario, very passionate to teach and what I've been trying to teach. But it's been interesting to like, I know it, but teaching it is a completely different thing. So I'm in the process of trying to figure out how to simplify what I know so that the general population can understand it. So in a very simple term, my performance philosophy is that both health and nutrition go hand in hand along with flavor. And none is one is not independent of the other. And I'm super passionate about, about that. The educated consumer makes the best choices for themselves. And I always say everyone has to be the CEO of their own health. So taking the food side into it uh, and understanding, like, I'm 
dietitian and, and came up in the world. And yeah, the phrase diet has is literally just defined as like the food you take in, but it has this kind of negative uh, stigma. Uh, but one of the things I've always said is like, it's easy to eat healthfully when it tastes good, right? And a lot of it is people's just fear and understanding how to get there. So really love the mission you're on there to kind of just uh, allow people or just empower people to make those decisions for themselves and, you know, be able to kind of go off the cuff and create things on their own and see what magic happens. You've worked both in the performance world and in the restaurant world. And I came up through my family uh, in the culinary world. Can you talk about some of the learnings about teamwork that you've either taken from the restaurant world to the performance world, vice versa, or just kind of commonalities? Because I think that's, it's hard for anyone to exist in a vacuum. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, you know, we're still dealing with food. So essentially working in restaurants, whether it was, you know, Mexican restaurant was the first restaurant I worked at in Miami or there's a restaurant in Denver and Linger, it's called Linger, or at the two-star Michelin restaurant, Providence. It's the same skill set, but you kind of do it better and better and better and better. You know, at a two-star Michelin level, you, you have to execute everything well. Your your knife cuts, your your sauces, your plating, your everything needs to be top-notch. And I would say that the progression and evolution and improvement of my own skill set within the food has allowed me to sort of get clearer on how to apply it on the sort of health and wellness and regular aspect side of things. Because cooking is something that we all do. It's something that we all have to do in order to live, right? It's part of life. It's ironically one of the things that people don't know about. It's one of the basic skill sets that every human should know. You know, I've been cooking for, I think it's 14 years now. And only now do I feel like I'm at a decent point in my life. Like, okay, I can call myself a chef and like, I I know what I'm talking about. So it's been a journey and, and uh, Gordon Ramsay talked, I saw a video clip way early in my career where he said that cooking was kind of like being a doctor. You don't become a chef in five, six, seven years. It, it, it takes years and years and years, like 10, 50, maybe 22 actually own that. And so the application of the culinary world, sort of that's been, that's been Chef Mario on, on the culinary side, right? But on the health and wellness side, I've grown at the same time just because when I was in culinary school, like in culinary nutrition and taking all these nutrition classes, like nutrition was really confusing. Like I was way too worried about am I fasting? Am I not fasting? Is paleo better? Is keto? It's like, and ultimately what I'm getting at is the basics, like you just said a little bit ago, remain the same, right? And so if I have my basics in cooking, very well. I know I'm going to be able to make a killer salmon. If I know that I need to, I, I know what my, my caloric intake is and what my, and how to translate that into macronutrients so that I can lose the weight that I want to lose or build the muscle that I want to build or maintain the health that I, or optimize the health that I, that I have right now, then with that basic knowledge, everything else becomes so much more easier. You know, and I see over and over again, how people just get overcomplicated and lost in all these diets and you know, whether you have to drink celery juice in the morning to be healthy. Like, I think like you guys may have seen that, may see that a lot also in, in the supplement world, because the supplement world is mixed in, with so much nonsense, so much bro science, right? And I think Thorne does such a great job at teaching people, okay, like if you're not sleeping well, this magnesium is great for you. And by the way, it's absolutely amazing. I've been sleeping so much better. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but it's, again, going back to the basics, and educating oneself, and in this case, myself, in order to hit the basics and in turn hit those goals. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, and it's it's very similar to how I kind of talk about it too. Like for years, people are like, can I get a diet plan? And I'm like, you kind of have to earn that, right? If you're not looking, if you're not taking care of the foundationals or foundations and you don't know, like here's the little tweaks I can do and I, I'm empowered, I have the knowledge to be like, okay, I want to go 
I need to add more protein. What does protein even look like within my calories or whatnot? Or just really understanding like the relationship between food and wellness. And and I totally agree with what you said. The the idea it takes years to have your own philosophy. You've had the skills and the technical knowledge, but I would say until you've been asked the right questions and have an answer that you know why you do everything you do, uh, that's when you become, okay, this is my philosophy. I'm an expert in my culinary view or I'm an expert in my uh, nutrition view. So uh, I love that. And, and you're, you know, it's, I think, already obvious listening to you. You've got a growth mindset and you're always trying to improve yourself. And I think that's the mark of, you know, it's the more you know, the more you don't know, right? Kind of love, love watching your journey and kind of uh, just all the different stimulus you change and put on yourself to to perfect that philosophy. But I think one of the things I think you and I, it's, we talk about all the time, but maybe new to some people is the idea of nutrient density. So I think kind of gets down to what you, you, we've both been kind of getting to. Can you talk a little bit about like what that means to you and how you can kind of take a meal you may be preparing in a traditional way and kind of up, upgrade it and just make it a little bit more in line with what your health goals may be. So you don't have to just chug a celery juice in the morning for fiber or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, this is a topic that we've been exploring at Trifecta for a while. We've been trying, it's been, it's been like a passion a project of ours to explore what the nutrient density of our meals are and like send over meals to, of course, they're all nutritionally analyzed. I'm not saying that they're not, but send them to a lab to look at the nutrition density in a more wholesome way. But it's something that we haven't been able to get to to that specific project because of time and whatnot. But the the word nutrient density essentially means how, in my mind at least, I translate it to how much nutrition are you getting on any specific given meal? You know, how many micronutrients and how and what's the quality of the feel that you're putting into your body? Because yeah, granted, like what I dislike about the if it fits your macros philosophy is that they don't account for nutrient density, right? Because if it fits your macros were to be the guiding light to everything, we could essentially have a diet filled with pizza and still, or McDonald's and still sort of lose weight. You know, that's why Subway had that one, that one marketing campaign where this man lost a bunch of weight only eating Subway. If it fits your macro, sure. Like if you're in a caloric deficit, it's going you're going to lose the weight. But nutrient density is what's the quality of the food? What's the quality of the fuel that you're putting to your body? It's essentially saying, do you want to put regular gas into your uh, car or premium gas into your car? And so to me, like the way to get more of a easy nutrient dense meal, and I do this all the time. This is how this is how I stay healthy. Is I go to Costco and I buy the the frozen cooked. Uh, vegetables. It's called Pura Vida, I believe the brand. And then the other one is just like the stir fry vegetables. And there's a Normandy vegetable. I go in, I go home and I cook either brown rice, which is, it's got more nutrients compared to brown rice. Not, not saying that one is better than the other, but it's got a little more fiber. So there's, you know, more, more of a micronutrient uh, value there. And then I rotate between brown rice, sweet potatoes, white rice, and sometimes black beans. And I rotate through chicken, beef, and salmon. And so with that, I know that I'm getting a myriad of different nutrients from different foods and eat the rainbow sort of thing. I do follow that and I mix vegetables as much as possible because different colors have different nutrients. So that in my mind is how you can get something from like just eating broccoli, white rice and chicken every single day for the rest of your life to sort of changing things to have more nutrition, but at the same, to at the same time so that one doesn't get bored with their diet intake from a day to day. I think one of the things you touched on is one of the things I think people 
limit themselves is that they don't realize like there's no necessary rules in in the culinary world like and and some of the best dishes are you know whoops right that worked in the right way so uh exactly like you said having like okay i can do this and i change the sauce i change the spice i change the the protein um and that's one of the things actually i've used trifecta with with athletes is getting them to start thinking out of the box so when they are using that as that uh you know kind of convenience version of of doing everything we we want to do around food okay so look at that look these two things go together these three things go together oh this sauce on this protein like you know what i mean just like put that in your repertoire and you're like all right i uh mario is uh approving this combination of foods there this is a combination that goes together but how else can i tweak this or you know how do i how do i make this my own or remake this or whatever so uh, that's one of the, the stronger reasons i mean obviously you know um like you mentioned in the in the supplement world and the nutrition world, there's a bunch of options. And then once you start looking, there's only a couple of really great ones. Right. So, you know, being, have the trust to know, like, all right, uh, the Mario's of the world have done the work for me. I don't have to count the macros on this. I don't have to count. I know this is a nutrient meal, mm-hmm. but now I know these are nutrient death ingredients that, that work together. Um, so using it to be, to really empower people to make choices. Cause I mean, we've all worked with athletes that are like, well, yeah, I do uh, frozen chicken, broccoli and rice. Well, you have to do like food is soulful. You have to, yeah enjoy it too right that's a big concern of mine is always people missing the joy about food and, and getting way too caught up on specific things so I, I know i know i'm speaking your language there absolutely you know and i would say again going back to the very early first topic that we we're talking about you know like there's this negative connotation to dieting and like people truly believe that you need to suffer in order to lose the weight or you need to be in this insane caloric deficit or just eat very plain food and that's that's not the case i think part of sustaining a diet long term is eating what you can eat for the longest period of time, right? And a clear example is I've lost 10 pounds since January 1st, which is great. Um, I went through a like weight gain phase where I wanted to put as much muscle as possible and with that came fat. And so I was not comfortable with the amount of fat that my body had. So January 1st to, to May 1st, I went on this very strict sort of like, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm going to track my macronutrients very religiously. But essentially, I never told myself that I could not have one thing. If I wanted to have an Oreo, I would have an Oreo. I actually, I'm going through this phase where I love fried chicken sandwiches. Don't ask why. And actually, Sacramento, where I'm located, has so many good fried chicken sandwiches. So randomly, on, on a random Saturday, I love to go and get a chicken sandwich, a fried chicken sandwiches. And does that mean my caloric deficit for the week? It doesn't. But at the same time, satisfies the flavor and the experience and the joy that I want to have so that I can stick to my goal long term. And it's been super successful and I've been really enjoying this entire process. I haven't been suffering and that's available for everyone to do, right? At the same time, one food is not going to completely destroy all the progress that I've been doing over the three months, you know? And I I don't think we as humans, we rationalize nutrition way too much and we don't realize how our bodies are so resilient and how like nutrition is not black and white because we like we eat food and I think it's, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's like, 40 to 60% goes to just digesting the food and then the rest can be utilized differently and it, it, it all varies per body, right? So I don't think we as humans understand how resilient and how smart the human body is when it comes to nutrition. And I, I truly have seen, even in myself, that I overanalyze things and like I like overly focus on eating one thing for way too long. But in order to have success, I've found that eating what I like in a ration way is 
the key to success. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, yeah, the body's a survival machine and it, it does a lot of things that we can't even override if we wanted to, right? But um, I think what people forget is that it's an average over time. Like it's not one day doesn't ruin you, you know, or one, you know, I grabbed an Oreo. Like what works for you in that moment without causing as, as much minimal, you know, damage or stress on your body around food. Uh, what works for you is what works for you. And, and that's the right answer for you, right? So I think uh, I think that that's that's kind of the way we go about it. And uh, we'll talk a little bit at the end uh, so people can, can read it, where they can follow you and get a lot of the information that you're putting out. I'm going to go one more question and then we'll take a break. This may be a loaded question. I know my answer to it, but the idea of supplementation within a, a meal plan, kind of from a chef's point of view. So for me, you know, we always say, yeah, supplements are exactly that. They supplement a diet, food first, right? Can you talk a little bit about how you see diet and supplements and kind of just what your philosophy around them is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we've talked a lot about what Trifecta does without really mentioning it. And, you know, the whole flavorful aspect, the whole macronutrient aspect, the whole nutrient-dense aspect of things, that's what Trifecta is. Um, we, we do offer the ready-to-eat meals that have everything already done for you so that you can just reheat the meal and eat it and have nutrition in, in check and in automatic so you don't have to worry about it. That is if you have, if you want to have your meal plans already done, but we also have the sort of bulk aspect of things, the, the, the proteins, carbs, and, and vegetables that we sell so that one can portion as they see fit. And much like that aspect of the equation of like having that sort of taken care of for you, I, I, I do believe once you hit everything that we just talked about, supplements are an aid to help you get to your goals. They are the, the 1%, right? That, that help you get to that 100% performance or your goals and whatnot. I mentioned that I, I wasn't sleeping well and I actually saw, uh, I, I've become a very big Formula One fan and Daniel Ricardo is one of your guys' uh, partners, I believe. I don't know if he is, still is, but was at the time. And he mentioned that he didn't sleep that, he didn't sleep too well, but he started taking magnesium by by bicyclinate bicyclinate i can't pronounce it i'm sorry i wasn't getting a lot of rem sleep and he mentioned that he wasn't either but that with the magnesium he would and i ordered it i cannot tell you what a big change and what a big supplement that was to my sleep routine right of course like the blue light and all, all these things also came into play but i went from having 30 minutes of rem sleep per night without the magnesium to having two hours of rem sleep and that is a huge difference on how I feel in my energy in the morning. So it's sort of plugging and playing where things are not necessarily working because my body, for whatever reason, I can't give you a scientific fact, but for whatever reason, my body wasn't performing in that aspect. And so that's that's how I see food and, supplement, and supplements, right? I'm just helping supplement, I'm plugging in supplements where I see that my nutrition is not necessarily for whatever reason, for whatever my body is happening, whatever is happening in my body, wherever my nutrition is not really hitting those those spots. So that's my philosophy on it. I'm not I'm not relying 1000% on supplements to help me get to my goals. It's all diet, it's all sleep, it's all exercise that's going to get help me get there. And supplements are just inching away to get help me get to 100%. Yeah, that's, that's very much how I look at them too. It's just another tool in the belt, right? Like I know in my diet, like there's times when I only, I tend towards a certain color of vegetables. So I'm missing some nutrients, right? So you can look at what within your diet or like, you know, I've worked with an athlete that's going vegan. Okay, cool. Here's some nutrients that are lacking in those food sources, right? So are you either missing something in your diet because of your choices or 
restrictions, but more so what where I kind of play with supplementation is exactly like what you're talking about. What are what's my kind of pain point or what am what do I have a goal? What am I asking my body to do above normal? What are the nutrients that that uses? Because at some point there's only so much food you can eat in a day. Mm. And uh, you know, magnesium is a perfect example. It's kind of dropped in our like it's based on soil quality, whatever. Over the last hundred years, it's been dropping in our food supply. So even if you're eating the same amount of food, it's just tough to get enough, right? And it's, I mean, you're talking to the right guy. It's my favorite nutrient, which is, it's hard to pick one, but uh, magnesium I can talk about for hours, but that's a perfect example like that, or vitamin D, which just aren't strong in the diet. So really love the service and, and kind of everything that Trifecta is behind it and knowing it's not just uh they're not just saying it they have the experts behind it you know which is you, you you and the team that you work with so we're gonna take a quick break and then get into some questions from the listeners and uh, we'll wrap this up tired of bloating gas and other digestive discomfort Help keep your gut happy and healthy with premium probiotics, digestive enzymes, and other innovative solutions by Thorne to support optimal gut health. One example is Thorne's Floramin Prime Probiotic. This shelf-stable and stomach acid-resistant probiotic blend offers everyday GI and weight management support. To take control of the health of your gut, visit thorne.com to explore probiotics, digestive enzymes, and other ways to support a happy and healthy gut. That's T-H-O-R-N-E dot back uh so we got a couple questions that kind of come in are, are things we hear all the time and i think the one we talked a little bit about in our previous conversations but i think a lot of people have the the fear of cooking or trying something new do you have any kind of recommendations or tips on someone who's just getting started out that's a great question and it's a very simple answer and it's an answer that not a lot of people are going to like and that is that in order to learn how to cook better you need to go out and invest in learning how to cook better. Just like it's, it's a skill, right? Identify the foods that you like the most, that you like the most right now. Is it rice? Is it sweet potato? Is it is it quinoa? Is it whatever the case may be? Is it chicken? Is it steak? Is it salmon? Is it a combination of those? Do you like broccoli? Do you like green beans? Do you like bell peppers? And once you identify those, learn how to cook those insanely well. Don't overcook your, your fish. Don't cook it more than 145 degrees Fahrenheit. Don't overcook your chicken, don't cook it at more than 165 degrees Fahrenheit, but don't undercook it because if not, you may get sick. Learn how to cook rice properly. Learn how to use the air fryer and make sweet potato fries. Learn how to make mashed potato. Learn how to blanch vegetables so that you have bright green, veg bright green vegetables every single time or roast your vegetables so that you have a nice little roasted vegetable with a little crunch. Whatever works for you, identify that and double down on it. And if you want to learn more about how to cook basic things, make sure you follow me on Instagram because that's how I teach. That's that's what I teach. <laughs> yeah, and we'll uh, we'll drop that handle at the end there. Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. It is it is like anything. And people just assume like I'll follow this recipe and it'll be perfect. Like there's so much like foundationals you need to need. We talked about nutrient density. What's kind of the favorite way you've added nutrients to a dish, or I don't want to say sneak vegetables into something, but uh, just do the way you've kind of like, oh, no, what I can use these and make this way more nutrient dense. Uh, what's kind of your favorite example of that? Okay, so I'm going to give you guys Chef Mario's secret, secret sauce for that matter. And this is what's gotten me very far in life and how I've been able to create a lot of flavor 
and how to hide a lot of flavor so that people enjoy a meal. And that is by making your sauces flavorful and nutritious by hiding the vegetables in them. And when you think of sauces, you can think of sauces in one of three ways. A fat forward sauce, a carb forward sauce, or a calorie neutral sauce. That's how I have it organized in my brain. And a fat forward sauce can be something like a romesco that is almond based. And romesco has, it's typically is cooked with, um, with toasted bread, but in order to make it more nutrient dense, uh, people use almonds. Uh, I typically make my romesco almond based. And so th the romesco also has tomatoes and roasted bell peppers. But if you want a high low more nutrition, you can roast carrots. You can roast any sort of like red or orange vegetable and just hide it in there. Do you want to make a pesto sauce, but you don't want to eat your spinach? Why don't you just hide the, pesto, the spinach into the pesto? Do you want to make a, a teriyaki sauce. Why don't you maybe put a little nutritional yeast in the teriyaki sauce? Even though it's not gonna be the what a, the definition of a teriyaki sauce is, you can also go ahead and do that. So it's thinking, okay, you know, my I have my carbohydrates, I have my protein, I have my vegetables, but I don't have any fat. Let's look at a sauce that is going to have a lot of flavor and it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be like three or four roasted vegetables, a little bit of oil, some garlic, uh, salt, pepper, and you're good to go, you know? And it's figuring out what you like and what you like the most. And this is the secret that I use with the UFC. Essentially, this is the secret that we do here at Trifecta. Um, and that's the secret that I apply in my life to make my, my dishes really flavorful. So that is the secret sauce on how to hide nutrition. Yeah, and I can speak to personal experience when when we were both at uh, Exos together. Yeah, we had access to the food Mario was creating, and I can't tell you how many times I'm like, dude, what is this? And like, wasn't even caring about the nutrition side. I was like, this just tastes amazing. And he's like, actually, it's got this, this, and this in it. Uh, and I will say, like, then that that kind of idea and that concept and buying an immersion blender are the the, the single things that have set my game up for sure. Yeah. Thank you. You've traveled the world. What's your favorite culinary city? What's your like last meal? It's, it's ironic because I haven't traveled to Japan, but I'm a huge, huge fan of the Japanese culture in general. Providence is an a, a, an American Japanese ba uh, based restaurant, um, a seafood based restaurant. A lot of the ingredients that Chef Michael, the owner and and chef of Providence, does is based on in like a combination of Japanese ingredients. And just learning about that and tasting all the flavors, it's just, it's fascinating to, it was fascinating to like discover and there's so much complexity to the flavors, it's absolutely delicious. Um, so I'm planning to go to Japan on like a two week long trip next year. So if we talk in two years, I'll tell, I'll sell you Japan. But to answer your question more directly, I would say ramen would be my last meal if I was ever to be in that position, like a really flavorful broth ramen with a lot of just like braised meats and pork belly and oof, i think i'm gonna have that for lunch <laughs> that's that's what i would have um as far as my favorite cuisine in the world i mean i don't think i can point out one is i'm not one to say favorite i don't have a favorite of really anything but I, I do sort of like the asian flavors a lot the complexity of them but same time like if you go to argentina their meats are delicious if you go to new zealand and australia like their coffee is absolutely ridiculous if you go to india the curries if you go here in the united states to barbecues from from kansas to Texas, like it's just there's so much complexity to it it's, it's difficult to say like one thing is my favorite so i enjoy the cultures within the cultures and i enjoy the food for what it is at that time of that period like you said earlier we're not we're not in a vacuum you know humans are, are more complex than that yeah that was a, that was kind of an unfair question there's plenty of places to, to follow you but other than that what are some kind of recommended resources you have for people who are trying to kind of understand 
recommend culinary or up, you know, step their game up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I have two really good books for for everyone. One is called The Flavor Bible. It's been an absolute bible to me to better understand flavor. Actually, I'm going to I'm going to say three books. Then it's Spice it's a book that was just really released and it talk it shows how different spices combine with different spices um, and how they interact and how you can combine and make different spice blends which is incredible that's a new book that was just gifted to me a couple months ago and absolutely love it and if you really want to learn how to cook better fat heat salt acid is the book I, I forget the name of the author she's she's incredible but that's been Probably one of the best reads that I've had in the last 13 years since graduating college. And it's been one of the books that's helped me improve my cooking a lot, a, a lot more than what I thought it would. Any other, I, I, don't, I haven't had any other resource or any other book that, that's helped me progress my own cooking as a chef, much like that book has. So those three resources is something I would definitely tap into and they're not overwhelming. They're not like too culinary because I can suggest to two others, uh, the food and science of cooking on food, on food and cooking, the science and lore of the kitchen and Kenji J. Lopez, the food lab, which are two very science driven, food science driven books. If you want to geek out, definitely go into those two. But if not the first three and the main one, heat, fat, salt, acid is the one that I would definitely go ahead and buy. I think that's a great mix of uh, mix of resources there. Uh, I know I've, I've, my entire life, uh, I've always been like scared of baking because you can't really improvise. Uh, that's a sign. Uh, until I sign. <laughs> until I until I realized my nerd brain it clicked and uh, you know I was like, oh, you can do this by weight and it's a chemistry experiment. I was like, oh, okay, now I'm I'm not as scared of it, right? But yeah, I think it's finding that thing and it was for some people it is like if I know the science behind this, then I'm in. Or if some people are like, oh, these two things go together. So I love it. It's, it's just like everything works differently for different people so that was a very well-rounded set of resources there and uh, i've got some homework to do now too but mara has been an amazing conversation and uh you know i could i could talk to you for hours but can you tell us a little bit uh our audience where they can keep up with you and then uh, a little bit more about where they can uh find out about perfecta yeah so we talked a lot about convenience we talked a lot about nutrient density we talked a lot about goals and performance and health and wellness and to wrap things up you know trifecta is one of the leading meal delivery companies in the united states so if you're looking for a convenient way, convenience equals com compliance, like Joel said, I'm gonna steal that Joel. Trifecta is a great resource to, to help you get to your health goals, right? It's ready to eat meals that you can just reheat in the air fryer in the stove top in the microwave in the oven, and you can take them anywhere. They're TSA compliant, and you can make sure that you stick to your health, to your health goals. We have the option of ready to eat meals, or if you want to meal prep yourself, we sell our proteins, carbohydrates, and vegetables in bulk so that you can meal prep and portion yourself. So if you guys want to check that out, go to trifectanutrition.com forward slash thorn and use the code, the code thorn40 so you can get, you guys can get a 40% off discount on your first order. We have different meal plans that, have, that fit different uh, dietary requirements. If you have something that you can't eat, we have all we, we have multiple meal plans that can fit your personal needs. And then you can th follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at uh, trifecta. And personally, you can follow Chef Mario on TikTok Instagram and on Twitter at Chef Mario dot underscore or on YouTube at Chronicles of a Cook, uh, where I teach a lot of the things that we've been talking about, a lot of the how to cook the basic things so that you can become a better cook. So those are the resources I would tell you to uh, go go ahead and tap into. Yeah, and uh, I, I can say I personally, uh, Mario's taught me a few tips uh, just following his socials. So uh, there's there's some really great stuff in there and I'll definitely step your game up. But uh, that's all the time we have. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Thorn Podcast Performance Edition. 
Make sure to never miss an episode by subscribing to the show on your podcast app of choice. You can also learn more about the topics we discussed by visiting thorn.com and checking out the latest news, videos, and stories on Thorn's Take 5 Daily blog. For this performance edition of the Thorn Podcast, I'm Joel Totoro, reminding everyone to stay active and stay hydrated.